and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you, it is also me. Um, today, day of recording, it is a Sunday and <laughs> I'm glad every day isn't like Sunday because whilst it has been a very lovely Sunday so far, couldn't do it every day, um, had an impromptu drink, just the one mind, because for me, at least, I don't know about you, but um, really hot weather and alcohol do not mix. I mean, wait until it's the evening. Yeah, fine. Knock it. Well, don't knock yourself out. You don't want to be blackout drunk. Christ. I mean, when was the last time I did that? Hmm, probably early 20s, maybe even late teens. I don't know. I've been horribly leathered, but I haven't been blackout drunk for an extremely long time. Definitely not something you want to make a habit of. Um, so <laughs> I kind of know my limits. Um, but the great thing was, was I went to the shop just to get some milk and our local shop has undergone a change in management which is very very good because um well you know sometimes there's a business where you think that potentially the people that run it have just you know it's just they've lost their heart for it um it is not the thing that they thought it would be or not the thing that it used to be for them and I really feel for the previous proprietors because fucking up, they had to like deal with the village during the pandemic and they had to put up with a lot of crap from a lot of people and it would be enough to put anyone off yeah people just being rude and when you do live in um, a small community you know, you pretty much know everyone that comes through your door and to have people being just completely rude to you is not on, is it really? In the main, I think people are very nice and very understanding and very supportive, but I know they have to deal with a lot of crap. Um, and like any of us, when you have a job and you think, I don't know if I want to do this anymore, the people that ran the shop decided not for us anymore which is fair enough, because sometimes you need a bit of fresh blood coming in, don't you? And uh, the new people have come in, and we've got... The thing about village life is post office is king, especially when you live in a village where not a lot of um, people... Well, no, especially when you live in a village where you do have a lot of people who don't drive or can't drive or can't afford to drive or have um yeah health complaints or age-related problems that mean that they're pretty much restricted to the village and oh my god I'm so glad that is not me um it may be me one day but um post office is important if uh, I was thinking is it only for the older generation but it's not because like many people of my demographic I like to eBay things you know if you don't use it anymore and think someone else could get some pleasure from it and you can't pass it on locally then why not make yourself a few quid sell it to somebody that does want it 
So you get your big, big queue of people that want to send stuff that they're eBaying. And for the teenagers, you know, they want to be returning half the stuff that they've ordered online because it doesn't bloody fit. Um, so post office is really valuable uh, in village life. And it becomes like a point of differentiation. We're like, our village has a post office. La la. And um, so post office is now open like nine till five every day when previously I gave up on it because you never knew if it was going to be open or not. Um, so on a Sunday, the shop is now open from eight till two. Very convenient. And I know for those of you that live in towns and cities, you'll be like, OK, Tony, um, where I live, shops are open till 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Well, not in the sticks. OK, so I knew I could walk down the shop and get some milk for tomorrow because we have um, uh, one of our nieces staying. And in the morning, what do teenagers want to eat? It's a bucket of cereal. Let's be honest. It's not just a normal size bowl. It's a grunden full of cereal. So I went to get some extra milk, wandered down there, coming out the shop with my milk and bottle of wine. And um, <laughs> you see, you see, that's what you actually went for, Tony. Mm, half and half, I'd say. And I came out the shop and I just so happened to bump in to my very good friend who had just returned from a trip to Wales and was popping down the pub for one to see her husband. Because he'd gone, hmm, it's a nice sunny day. I'll pop to the pub for one. And we started chatting and I said to her, are you going to the pub? She went, yes, I am going to the pub. And I thought, oh, it'd be nice to have one, wouldn't it? On a lovely sunny afternoon. And the pub's quite an old building. And so it's quite cool inside. I thought, yes, that sounds nice. But I had milk in the bag. And he thought, can't be having milk in a bag on the floor of the pub because it'll get too warm. And any of you who have won meat in the meat raffle at your local pub will know you can't be having goods that need to be refrigerated, just kept in a room that is a relatively ambient temperature. So I said to my friend, oh, can I put my milk in your fridge? Which sounds like a proposition, doesn't it? Can I put my milk in your fridge? Oh, yeah. Let me just uh, lock the door. Um, so <laughs> she went, yes, that's fine. So I went back to her house, put my milk in her fridge. <laughs> Oh, if you write in a crappy um, romance novel, maybe that'll be the next like Fifty Shades of Grey um, book. It'll be, she put her milk in my fridge. So I put my milk in her fridge. Um, didn't worry about the wine. It's not going to go off being in an ambient kitchen. And went to the pub just for, just for one, just for one, just the one. And it was so nice to have an hour catching up with her and her husband and they never failed to make me laugh and we had a really lovely time and then I um, let myself <laughs> into our house and this is something I guess that I had thought potentially you know you sort of miss out on lose out on where you do move away from where you grew up or if you move around a lot you know finding community is difficult to the extent that you meet people who you trust each other enough to say, yeah, fine, take my house keys, let yourself in, get your milk out my fridge. So, uh, yeah, did that and then came back, ate some uh, lemon drizzle cake that I made. Yeah, trying the, uh, it's a Tana Ramsey recipe. 
it went soggy in the middle. I was a bit pissed off about that. And so I wanted to be vindicated. And I went on to the BBC Good Food website and checked the other reviews. And lots of people said, this recipe is far too wet. <laughs> and they also had soggy middles. Um, so, yeah, had a bit of cake and then thought, I better get recording this podcast because my niece will arrive shortly. And then, well, she and my daughter will probably just go off and do their 16-year-old thing together and not want anything to do with us until it's time for dinner. However, I want to show willing and say, here I am at your service. Um, and that's that, really. It will be tame this evening. I mean, I did think while I was at the pub, oh, you could just, you know, stay for the day. But as we've established, I know that a very hot day and alcohol is not a good mix for me. So just the one doing the podcast, seeing some family. And then tomorrow I'm recording some podcast content for work, which is a new avenue. So I would heartily encourage you, if you've got something that you want to do, you've been putting off doing something artistic, something creative, um, I would just do it. Because as a result of this daily podcasting and my university challenged podcast, I have found a way to help other people build a podcast and I get paid for it. Isn't that a pip? Right. There's banging at the door. They must be here. I hope you get a lovely impromptu catch up with a friend. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs>